When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If, 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 if your blood runs orange and blue, orange and blue, blue this, this is the pod, is the for, pod you. for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Tommy uh, mentioned uh, those trade rumors, and we got plenty of juicy nuggets on Nick's potential trade activity over the weekend. Let's begin with who is apparently not on the trade market any longer, at least according to Mark Steins, who reported last week that guard Emmanuel quickly is receiving, quote, considerable interest around the league. But the Knicks are reportedly becoming increasingly unwilling to part with their three-year guard out of Kentucky. So Emmanuel quickly, a guy we heard a lot about in trade rumors right now, the Knicks not necessarily thrilled with the idea of, of trading him. And that makes sense given how well he's playing right now. Mark Stein also reported that New York is open to finding a new home for Derrick Rose who has seen little action this season after being removed from the regular rotation. But there is one caveat with that, is that the team wants to, quote, do right by Derrick Rose by sending him to a good situation if they do decide to trade him. And then there was this from Casey Johnson of NBC Chicago. He covers the Chicago Bulls. He said that the Knicks are a team he would keep an eye on when it comes to the potential availability of Alex Caruso. Jones knows that the Knicks have been sending scouts to Bulls games lately, and given the Knicks' problems on the bench, maybe Alex Caruso is a guy they could be interested in. So plenty of nuggets to dive into. Let's start with that Caruso uh, news coming out from Casey Johnson. Uh, do you like the fit of Alex Caruso coming to the Knicks? And what would you be willing to give up in a trade potentially for Alex Caruso? I'm a huge Caruso fan. Um, really likes what he brings to the table. I thought – the Lakers, one of their biggest mistakes when we look back on how do they waste a couple of years of it turns out LeBron is still in his prime, which is yeah. a whole other conversation, which him, you know, averaging, you know, 30, 38 points a game, essentially after turning 38 is just mind boggling stuff. Um, but just the last two years, um, Lakers that Caruso was an important contributor on the championship team. Uh, uh, the Bulls, uh, Lakers let him walk. Um, Bulls signed him to a, it, what turns out to be a value contract. He was an important piece of their surprising success last season. Um, obviously, Bulls haven't played as well as they like this year. A lot of that has to do with Lonzo Ball not playing well. Caruso missed some games, um, but the Bulls are back on track lately. Um, it's just obviously we'll talk about that later in the year. But um, yeah, if, if you have an opportunity to get Caruso, and unfortunately the Bulls are back on track um, because I think they're less likely to move him now that it looks like they're um, right. you know, solidifying themselves as a playing contender. Um, you you know Caruso is just a winning player. Um, he's not his his numbers aren't, aren't going to drop off the page at you, um, but he's a versatile defender. We've seen that in the Knicks Bulls games when he switched on to Julius Randle time and time again and prevents Randle from getting the looks that he gets against bigger, stronger opponents. Um, good facilitator offensively, um, can run the floor, incredibly athletic. Um, you know, it can, can push the pace, um, can also score some in the half court. He's not a dynamic score by any means, um, but he's basically, uh, you know, Miles McBride on steroids, you know, just an upgrade, right. a little bit more to contribute on the offensive end. Um, so I, I'd love to slide him into that, you know, that that seventh player in the rotation, him and IQ come in together off the bench. Um, 
because that is just a, a great combination. Um, again, with defensive versatility, offensive versatility, I love what he brings to the table. I would be really happy if the Knicks pursued him, um, you know, and, and wanted to bring him to New York. Uh, also, just in terms of his contract, yeah. $9 million next, making around 8.9 this season, $9 million next season. Then he then, then there's a team option where he's only paid four. I think he's only do $4 million. Um, you can waive him after the 24-25 season, but um, that's somebody you want to hold on to. Like that's the, you know, at, at only $9 million for each of the next few years, that's a that's a great value contract. Yeah, look, as soon as I heard about Caruso and the Knicks pinch being interested, I, I jumped on to the very addictive narcotic that is the ESPN trade machine because I said, look, the, the, if Caruso can come to the Knicks and they can get someone who essentially would fill that Miles McBride role that he is filling right now, but struggling a little bit because the offense has just been so bad recently, that would be an absolute coup for the Knicks. So when I say, okay, what could you possibly offer Chicago? Well, the first thing is, well, you know, bringing the prodigal son home, like let Derrick Rose eventually finish his career in Chicago because there's this report by Mark Stein that makes it willing to trade him, but they want to send you a quote unquote good situation. Chicago sounds like a good situation. I mean, uh, he got the standing ovation earlier this season. We know he's, of course, from Chicago. He's a Chicago legend and icon. Maybe you send them back there, and Chicago could use that scoring off the bench. That wouldn't be a trade that maybe wouldn't feel like Chicago's throwing in the towel, per se. Like, they could feel like, hey, we need some extra scoring on this bench. We need some some more pop, and, and maybe Derrick Rose can do that, and we bring a home a, a, a legend. So, Derrick Rose does have a lot of money coming his way, so matching the money was a little tricky. But if you include, uh, you know, something like Derrick Rose and uh, and, and, and then for the Bulls, you say, okay, we'll give you Caruso, but you throw in someone like Andre Drummond. The deal works there. I don't know how much the Bulls are in love with keeping Andre Drummond around. There's also, as an alternative, maybe you say, okay, Cam Reddish and Isaiah Hardenstein, and we do the same deal. We get Caruso, we get Drummond. Uh, both of those trades, by the way, do nothing in terms of John Hollander's affecting the win percentage that I thought was interesting. So in some ways, that tells you it's pretty fair. In some ways, maybe it says maybe we're overrating Crusoe's potential impact given what he's done this year. But something along those lines would be deal I would be very interested in. Uh, I think that the Cam Reddish-Hartenstein combination actually would make a lot of sense because you, you trade Hartenstein, you bring Drummond in. Drummond could potentially fill the Hartenstein role or he just sits on the bench and Jericho Sims fills that role. And Cam Reddish is not playing right now. You bring in Caruso, who would be an uh, absolute great fit here. And Caruso is so tough. I mean, he could play small ball three. Like, he, he's he's that physical. He's that much of a of, of a pit bull. So, um, not necessarily a small forward, obviously, but a guy who, if he went small, you feel comfortable having him out there. And he just – he feels like a guy that was destined to play under Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know if there's a player that hasn't played for him yet that I look around the league and say, okay, that guy, he's a tips guy. I would love Caruso. Any interest in any of those deals potentially when you're talking about the Knicks and Bulls? Yeah, so that's the same thing I looked at. Obviously, if the Bulls want um, Rose, any part of Rose, that's a no-brainer. Um, right. you, you said because Rose would obviously, you would think, you'd assume he'd love to go back to his hometown. You assume the fans would love it, um, but at this stage of the game, that's a major downgrade in the rotation for Chicago um, to go from 
Caruso to Rose. Um, uh, you know, so it, would Rose, can Rose still provide a spark? Sure. You know, would I bet against them making, you know, if it got pushed into playing some some minutes for a couple weeks in a row? No. Um, I'd have confidence and hope that he could bounce back and maybe the rest has done his knees, you know, in his body, right? Um, uh, but that being said, assuming they don't want Rose, um, those are the, the, the combo you stated was what I thought made the most sense when I was playing around with the trade machine was the Cam Reddish, Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, uh, and the Knicks would, uh, the Bulls rather wouldn't even have to give up Drummond if they want to hold on to Drummond. That's fine if you include Tony Bradley, right. um, in the uh, you know, in, in re replace Drummond's, uh, you know, if the if the Bulls would rather hold on to Drummond, that's fine. Again, the Knicks have Mitch Rob and Jericho Sims, so they can afford, um, and, and Tony Bradley would be the emergency, uh, the third center. Um, so that is something I would, I would definitely look at, um, Hartenstein, although he hasn't, you know, kind of fulfilled his, you know, his promise with the Knicks, he's definitely still has value around the league. Um, if the Bulls were one of the teams that were interested in assigning them, um, that might make some sense. Um, Knicks could also include Miles McBride in the deal too, um, just to give the, the, the Bulls back some youth. I'd prefer to hold on to McBride, um, yeah. and, you know, for, for what he brings, but if you get him, if you bring in a Crusoe and we already know that the rotations, um, you know, last two games, McBride hasn't gone on the hasn't played a second in the in the in the second half of game so he's clearly his his trust and he and he's and he's he's a zero offensively right now his, his confidence is shot um and he's just not knocking down shots so that's you know um the question is i i don't think the bulls would do that i think it would be close um if the knicks had to throw in a couple second rounders i'd do that in a heartbeat um yes. the question is do the knicks move um one of their future first again they have seven over the next 10 years um uh, I, I would assume they. I certainly wouldn't want to give up one of my own. I would the Knicks do one of the protected picks, whether it's the Wizards pick or the the uh, the Bucks pick or or something yeah. along, along those lines, along with Hardenstein and Reddish for Caruso um, and either Drummond. That's a that's an offer the Bulls. I would think would seriously seriously consider that. Yeah, well, I that, agree with that. That that that's but that's you know that that's what the Knicks would would probably have to give up. I think I would I think I could talk myself into that. Um, again, at some point you're going to have to consolidate these picks. Obviously, you want to hold on to them to get that superstar. Um, but you know, given Caruso's contract, again, less than ten million for each of the next two seasons. If I'm another team, let's say it's the Timberwolves who decide Carl Anthony Towns says I'm out, or it's the Suns, or whatever the case is, whatever superstar X demands to be traded. If I'm that team, if I'm the Timberwolves, I'd rather have Caruso, let's say a, a year from now, so a, a year and a half of Caruso on a value contract than a top 19 protected first round pick. Um, that would kind of vary from from general manager to general manager, but I think it's worth the Knicks to take that gamble, um, and and because what Caruso would bring you in the meantime, again, Knicks are you know one of the ten, they're probably eleventh best record in the NBA right now, top eight net rating. They're a pretty good team. Um, they're certainly not going to you know all of a sudden go into a, a landslide and make a run for a yeah. high lottery pick. So if that's the trajectory you're on. Um, and there's there's no reason to believe that they're going to you know reverse course this offseason um, again. And even if you did that, um, Caruso's contract is by no means unmovable. Um, I just I like what he brings to the table. I like his contract. Um, and considering that, um, you know, that, that Hardenstein is a relatively valuable chip, Cam Reddish, you know, maybe the Bulls, you know, feel that they can you know find some minutes for him and give him a spark. Um, I think it's a deal that that makes some sense. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bulls would if they if you throw one of those protections, I think they will definitely consider it. I would probably be a little more resistant to giving up the protected first because then I would wonder, okay, what else is out there as an option? 
because essentially the, the, what we've been told that Knicks are protecting hold these picks because you know they can get some great star uh, with 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 these picks. Now they tried with Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz said no, you need to give us these unprotected picks. So I don't know if now the protections become kind of your uh, your protection, where essentially you say okay, if we have to give a bunch, a bunch of unprotected, we have these first round picks that eventually will convey. But uh, but if you do give up for Caruso and then you do end up making that trade in the future for someone else, X name star, and now you have no first round picks you can kind of move, that would be just my only reluctance with that. I do want to point out the, the the report that from sign that the Knicks are right now reluctant to trade RQ, even though he's garnering a lot of interest. How much do you buy that 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 reluctance will will, will remain and that the Knicks will be, um, in my opinion, smart? But let's just say they'll be, uh, you know, patient or they'll be disciplined and not giving up IQ here. IQ is not going anywhere. Um, I, I would I would be shocked if they consider trade him. He's been uh, arguably and it's a pretty easy argument to make over the last month. He's been the team's third best player, um, mm-hmm. a, a guy on a rookie contract. Again, you're going to have to you know, the, the, the market is going to dictate. Um, you know, kind of what, where you stand with him. Uh, it'd be very interesting. Those guys will, um, IQ's team and, and, and Leon Rose in the front office will play a very interesting game of chicken um, over much of next offseason, kind of figuring out. Um, we saw them do with RJ Barrett. Um, they waited forever before they signed him to an extension. Um, yeah. You know, he got up to 180 million, ended up, you know, around 120, but that's only 104 guaranteed. Um, so certainly far below max. Uh, RJ, you would assume IQ would be looking at around 80 million if I'm just off the top of my head, you know, something 75 over five to four years, something along those lines. Um, but he's not going to come dirt cheap, but he's not going to be anywhere near a max. He's kind of in between that, that in between area. Um, but yeah, I mean, as Stein reported, other teams are very interested in. Sure, a guy that's averaging 18, 4, and 4 and plays really solid defense, um, doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Um, I would want him on my team as well, a guy that can yeah. defend multiple you know, positions in the backcourt. Um, so uh, I think he's part of what the Knicks are trying to build going forward. I think he's earned Tibbs' trust, and, and there's no reason to not trust the kid. Um, you know, And he's just one of those kids that it seems like he really enjoys playing in New York, has a little swagger, a little, little pop to his game. He seems like he gets up for games at the guard. And so um, – encouraging to hear that the Knicks are, you know, seemingly reconsidering their, you know, their, their, maybe it was just posturing whatever rumors might have, might have led to that, uh, you know, that, that those reports surfacing where they might consider trade IQ. Um, I think they've seen the light now and, and uh, would be, would have to be blown away in order to, and listen, there's definitely trades that you include IQ in making um, for the right deal. But just in terms, you know, there was a wild report that they were going to include him just to get off Horny's contract. Yes. That's, that's, that's crazy. And obviously that won't be the case now. We'll see, we'll see how, 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 how strident they are in, in holding them on going forward yeah I, I remember that was some of the earliest conversations we had when we started this yeah. podcast and those that was the kind of darkest timeline we were living in as the Knicks yeah. and you know I just got blown up by Dallas and they, they beat Cleveland but it was like uh, we don't know how the season's gonna go and then right. lo and behold eight game win streak but yeah around that time you were hearing those IQ rumors and as you mentioned he's just been so great and and the one thing that I think is encouraging about how he's played is sometimes we forget how young these players are like Emmanuel quickly is 23 years old. Um, he'll be 24 this off season. Like he's nowhere near the prime of his career and you're seeing him play at this level. I mean, he looks like a guy who absolutely would be a six man of the year type of guy. That's not someone you get off of 
for the sake of uh, getting off him because you don't want to you know, pay him or you don't you feel like you, you get off one of your other contracts. That's not, that's not the kind of move you make. Uh, you try to lock that guy in long term. If things don't work out, things don't work out. But yeah, he's been phenomenal. And I think it, it is a good sign to hear, you know, say, hey, this is a guy Knicks were talking to teams about. Now when teams call and they're very interested, and I can imagine so with the way he's playing, they're saying, I, I don't think so. That's what you want to hear if you're a Knicks fan. So break here, man, quickly, maybe uh, staying put after all. 